Welcome to the Junkyard Jamboree. I'm your host, Justin. Here's Brandon. Howdy, y'all! Do you feel it? I feel it. The winds are a-churning, Justin. They're blowing. Looks like a Category 5 shitstorm's coming. They're blowing harder than... <laughs> ...local park. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Trailer park, that is. Bunch of stuff's flying around. Bunch of stuff with teeth and everything. It's a trashnator in the junkyard. That's right, everybody. We're going to be talking about Sharknado. It's a movie. It is a movie with tornadoes and sharks and... Tara Reed. Tara Reed, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> movie so great that we decided to have a Junkyard Jamboree special. Absolutely. Um, junkyard is taking on water and it's coming from the sky. It's also taking on sharks, also coming from the sky. It's raining sharks, hallelujah. It's raining sharks, <laughs> hallelujah. I don't know if you'd be saying hallelujah. More it's like, raining more... sharks. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's raining sharks. A shark. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to horror-wise, Brandon? I watched Nope. You finally watched Nope. How was it? I finally watched Nope, and um, it's really good. Very good? It's really good. Very, one of, the, very one of those good. movies that smacks you in the face on the ride home? That's what I told you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those movies. It's like, um, I, I was kind of like really stupid when I was watching it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a very simple plot. There's nothing, you know, deep about this whatsoever, but I'm enjoying it. And then on the ride home, I'm like... <laughs> I get it. Great movie. One of your favorites so far this year? Yeah, if not my favorite so far this year. Well, that's good. There's a, there's a few movies that came out this year that we missed that uh, we definitely got to go see, get on, get into. Like X and Men, but not X-Men. <laughs> that's weird that a movie, a horror movie called X, X and a horror man. movie called Men came out in the same year. Uh, we gotta go see X and Men <laughs> at some point. Uh, Black Phone, still haven't seen. Well, what I've done horror-wise is uh, I watched Prey with you. Yep. And I enjoyed the hell out of that. Fantastic movie. It was uh, pretty different from other Predators movies. It was kind of set in the early 1700s. Mm-hmm. It's mid to late 1700s. Around the time where the white men started yeah, pioneers uh, invading America. Yeah, that is the right word for that that people usually don't like to use. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what the Native Americans said, called them the white men. No, I'm saying invading. That's well, yeah, they I'm, they I'm, invaded America. They invaded. That's the truth. It's funny how there's this whole like thing and pray about uh, there's two alien invasions going on on that land. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, holy shit, the kills in that movie. Oh, it was great. Um, it was fantastic. And forgive me for not knowing ahead of time what the 
uh, the protagonist. Her her name was the lead, uh, but she was f- great in that badass movie. chick. Absolutely, a Comanche warrior hunter. She was great. Movie so good, I think we'll cover it one day. I plan on doing that soon. Cover it when we do a bunch of other predator stuff. I was thinking of covering it when we do a bunch of stuff we missed this year. That is true. Talk like talking about like stuff we either have watched and just haven't talked about or stuff we haven't watched yet but will to talk about in an episode. It'd be kind of like a quick episode of like just like smash cut. That these or movies. a Patreon episode or something like that. Yeah, like these movies came out this year. Here's our collective thoughts on these like four or five movies. Yeah, that's all I've been up to horror-wise. In non-horror news, yeah, we tried to watch Iron Man. And I fell asleep because it was past my bedtime because I'm an old man. I watched What Josiah Saw. And um, it's a movie on Shudder. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. Drags ass in the middle, I think, pretty bad. Uh, in like the third chapter. But otherwise it's pretty good. It's like Pulp Fiction, but horror. There's like a bunch of different storylines going on at the and same time. And they all merge. Yeah. And then... Um, it all, yeah, merges into this big event that happens at the end. Just makes you want to watch Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it, it did. It's weird. A horror Pulp Fiction. And it kind of worked in some places, but there's other places I felt like the pacing could have been a bit different. Like that little Freddy bobblehead that you got. Yeah. Uh, Spirit Halloweens are open now. And I went there and I got a Freddy bobblehead. Uh, it was like 10 bucks. I think. It's not bad. And they had a Jason one. Speaking of uh, Jason, on to the Junkyard Horror Headlines. Now here's your horror headlines from Radio Hype is an understatement. So, uh, producer Roy Lee spoke with the podcast, The Boo Crew, um, Bloody Disgusting's podcast. He had teased that news about a new Friday the 13th may be coming to us before this year is over with. So, things between Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller may have come to a close. Maybe they're working together. We're not sure, but Roy Lee apparently is in the know. He's saying that we're, we're getting news about something before this year is over with. So that's very exciting. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, and we thought it was going to be a long time still till we've heard anything. But with this news, I'm pretty excited. I hope it comes true. I hope we do find out something before this year's over with. The world needs another Jason movie. I don't know if it needs another Jason movie. Well, I want it. But it definitely <laughs> wants it. If you're on Twitter, if you're on horror Twitter, you guys already know Friday the 13th just randomly starts trending like every other week. People want a new Friday the 13th really fucking bad. Thing for Nightmare. Come on, guys. Let's go. Yeah. That's, that's my pull. Oh, we need a new Nightmare. That's not a new Nightmare, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, hey. Jason. Coming back, potentially, that's great news for everybody. Fuck yeah. Just anything Friday the 13th at this point, I, I, I please... It's going to be a show. Injected in my veins. <laughs> well, you would love it if it's a show, wouldn't you? 
like a TV show like Chucky's doing. Oh, hell yes. More Friday every week. Every Friday. Uh, uh, that would be perfect, actually. Yeah. It could work. I mean, make it sort of like like a prequel, sort of. They don't have to make it a prequel if, if uh, Victor and Sean are working together. That's true. But, but I think if Victor's doing it, like what he has the rights to... Uh, it'd have to be a prequel, right? Have a prequel where it's a young Pamela you want, Voorhees. Oh, yeah, you want to... You, you told me about this. You want a Bates Motel situation. Sort of. Bates Motel was great. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm surprised you haven't ever seen it. Well, I mean, I get the gist. It's the origins of of, of Psycho. And you yeah. understand why he's fucking Psycho. Next up, Bloody Disgusting is producing the next VHS movie, this one titled VHS 99, exclusive to Shudder once again, like the last one that came out last October. This one's going to be the fifth installment of the VHS series of films, the anthology films. If you guys watched them before, you know what I'm talking about. Great, great anthology movies. I watched uh, the first two when they came to Netflix. Uh, fucking amazing films. And uh, this one is set to come out October 20th of this year. The producer is going to be Josh Goldblum and Brad Miska. Uh, Josh Goldblum coming from Cinepocalypse and Brad Miska from Bloody Disgusting. David Bruckner, who has worked on uh, VHS before and The Night House and Hellraiser, along with Radio Silence again. That's fucking awesome. And James Harris, the executive producer, is... Michael Schreiber and Adam Borston from Studio 71. As far as filmmakers go, we got 47 Meters Down, The Strangers Pray at Night, and unfortunately Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. We won't talk about that too much. Uh, Jonas Roberts, and also Vanessa and Joseph Winter, which are new names kind of coming into the scene. And we got Maggie Levin, which was second unit director for Scott Derrickson's The Black Phone, that movie that's been making waves this year, the Fantastic Tragedy Girl director, Tyler McIntyre, and Flying Lotus. So it looks like it's gonna be a good one. Once again, I've yet to see a movie in the VHS franchise that I don't like, and I'm pretty excited. Our next new segment is that Kellogg's is making a Hocus Pocus 2 cereal for spooky season. It's got star shapes and sprinkles. It's fucking cereal hopefully black flame included in the box that'd be kind of hard to contain though a new segment that i personally am very 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 excited nervously excited i think about uh the alien tv series its script has been its scripts have been completed and the production of this show begins next year this is the new alien tv series it's going to be the first alien thing that we have after the fox buyout by disney and that's a, a bit why i'm i'm nervous uh, though from what i understand that they were working on this before all that happened or they were planning all this before that happened so maybe maybe it won't get affected too bad by the disneyfication of things like we said earlier prey came out being fucking fantastic so here's two the Alien TV series still being potentially great. Apparently it's writing its own history, but going along the Alien canonical timeline, but it's ignoring the films entirely. Uh, so th this is kind of anyone's guess as to how this show is going to be, what direction this show is going to take. And, uh, you know, like I said, nervously hype, cautiously optimistic, I guess. 
And for your horror video game news, it's kind of been all over the place. If you haven't seen it, you play video games, I'd be surprised. Project W has been announced a bit ago for Dead by Daylight. This is the second Resident Evil crossover event for Dead, the video game Dead by Daylight, which is bringing in the villain of the the big bad from Resident Evil One and Five into the into the Dead by Daylight as a killer, uh, Albert Wesker, which I'm pretty pretty excited for. It also brings Resident Evil Zero protagonist Rebecca Chambers. And it also brings Resident Evil Two and Four side character Ada Wong. She also played a big role in Resident Evil Six, but that's Resident Evil Six. <laughs> so those characters will be coming in. There's been a bunch of leaks and stuff. Uh, voice lines and all that of these characters. Apparently we're getting Carlos from Resident Evil 3 as a skin for Leon. Wesker looks like he's gonna be a really good killer. He's gonna be a tough one for survivors to figure out and get around. But you know, the, the game is so survivor in favor of survivors that they'll, they'll figure something out. But yeah, look forward to Wesker coming out next month in Dead by Daylight. I know I will be playing it. Next horror headline is Paranormal Activity 8. It's coming, or no it's not. <laughs> uh, so apparently a bunch of rumors were coming out about a 8th Paranormal Activity movie which was surprising to everybody after Next of Kin and how badly that performed. And so the the, new, the rumors started to spread across the internet far and wide and it seemed to be pretty legit and pretty official. But Oren Pelly came out and said that uh, they don't know what the fuck everyone's talking about and that there is no plans for a sequel to Paranormal Activity at this time. Honestly, I believe that. <laughs> after Next of Kin, I believe that. So uh, who knows? The rumors had it slated to come out sometime next year. And with the ferocity of this rumors, probably some truth to it of, of some sort. Maybe not a full-blown sequel. They might have been planning to do something with the franchise. So look out for that. And would it be a Junkyard Jamboree episode if we didn't talk about some news about some C, D, E, F, G-rated films. Uh, Birdemic. Birdemic, one of the uh, most famous bad films to ever release, ever. Thanks to attention that I got from some YouTubers. It's getting its third installment, Birdemic 3, Sea Eagle. Uh, I just watched the trailer for it. It'll be showing at Fantastic Fest this year. Fantastic Fest will be going on from September 22nd through the 29th in Austin, Texas. It's James Wynn, once again, back at it with the birds. Uh, the, the, I mean, these movies are bad. These movies are so bad. And the the trailer released for it uh, made it look like it was going to be much bigger budget at the beginning of the trailer. And then it's just a shit fest. I love it to death. So I can't, I can't wait to see what happens with Birdemic 3. We'll talk about it here on the Junkyard at some point for sure. So be looking forward to that because I fucking know I am. And for our last little bit of news, and this one's gonna be a short one, a very short one, Hulu's Hellraiser got an R rating. Because of course it did. Anyway, that's all for Horror Headlines. On to our main topic. Shark! 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 It's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. On IMDb, it says, Against all logic and the laws of nature, an unprecedented hurricane off the coast of Mexico 
rips off a ravenous shear of sharks, making its way towards Southern California. You ever just rip off a ravenous shear of sharks? It's kind of messy. It's a bit messy. <laughs> Pretty messy. Storm comes, tidal waves hit, sharks come out out of the water through the waves, attack all the residents of California. Yep. Poorly edited CGI sharks. Ah. I think at one point you could see the green screen behind the sharks. I wouldn't say it's poorly edited CGI. I think it was just poorly made CGI. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. And that's pretty much it. It's storms coming through. A group of people are just trying to survive the, the day, survive the storm. Nothing could have prepared them for the Sharknado. And they're just being kind of awkward about everything along the way. Very awkward. Junkyard awkward. It's one of those uh, sci-fi films where people just kind of like maybe forget their lines every now and then, just kind of look at each other weird. Well, that would make sense because this movie was only shot in 18 days. Is that just shooting or everything? Everything. Everything? Editing too? I don't know about editing, but it was shot in 18 days. So just shooting? Yes. Yeah, I mean, 18 day shoot, that's not unheard of. Yeah, I can see that, but that's pretty damn quick for shooting a... I mean, Chucky Season 2 still shooting. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a show. On IMDb, top review for it. Unbelievably bad. Rotten Tomatoes has got terrible scores on this. Pretty much everybody shits on the movie, and I cannot blame them. I mean, that's what this show's for. Gotta go through the filth, the mm. scrap, see if there's anything worth saving. But I don't know. Think we can find something to save this movie? I think the chuck it bucket's gonna be full of chum by the end of this. Gonna be really, really full. Overflowing. Yeah. But hey, it's Shark Week. We love talking about it, whether it's bad or good. That's right. Cast and crew. Director of this wonderful movie is uh, Anthony C. Ferrante. This movie that was, it was actually written. It was written by Thunder Levin. Thunder Levin? Yeah, Thunder. His first name. Thunder Levin. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that in here. A lot of thunder, yeah. a lot of lightning, a lot of... Sharks. Sharks. <laughs> the main character, Finn Shepard, played by Ian Zering. His ex-wife, April Wexler, played by Tara Reid. Uh-huh. And anybody grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s like me and Brandon did. American Pie. American Pie. Tara Reid. Tara Reid. Tara Reid. Tara Reid. <laughs> she, she was my favorite in American Pie. I liked, uh, what was that, Foreign Exchange Girl? Okay, you, the unbelievably hot supermodel? Yeah, okay. Shannon Elizabeth, man. That's a bit unfair. <laughs> Tara Reid, though, like, you want, like, good girl next door, American Pie? That sounds bad. <laughs> I meant the movie. Hey, give me some. I meant the movie. <laughs> give me some Allison Hannigan. Oh, uh, yeah. Which one was she? Stuck the flute, man. Oh, she's hotter in How I Met Your Mother. I know. <laughs> I know what she really she, looks like. You're like, she's so hot in How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> and she's funny in a dorky kind of way. Yeah. Like, uh, I watched the Penn and Teller shows, and she hosts it. Yeah. And she's she acts all nerdy and like awkward in it. I just love that. That's just cute to me. Yeah. Um, Sort of like how... Shit, who is it? 
Don't get canceled. Don't, don't get canceled. It's the junkyard, man. <laughs> nah, I'm it's the junkyard, and damn it, I'm gonna be a mess. <laughs> uh, John Hurd plays George, and I believe John Hurd. I think he was the father if in Home Alone. I'm sorry. If you don't get the IMDb app, I'm gonna beat you up. You're working with half a screen right there. <laughs> there, fixed it for now. But yes, John Hurd plays George, and I believe John Hurd played the father in Home Alone. I could be wrong, but let me check. We don't fact check in yes, the junkyard. He was. We fact checked in the junkyard. <laughs> yes, John Hurd. If you've heard of him, you know him as the father. John Hurd. I want to see. I don't remember. He played the father in Home Alone. Oh, the, the, original drunk, Home Alone. the drunk, the drunk guy who beat sharks with his bar stool. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John it's Hurd. Been, you know how long it's been since I've seen Home Alone? How long has it been? I watch it every Christmas. I don't. I don't watch it every Christmas. But it's I, a it's a Christmas tradition at the household to watch Home Alone one and two at least. On Christmas, I watch, I watch those claymation cartoons every Christmas. Yeah, and used to it would be, what's that damn Christmas movie? A Christmas Story that they would show on TV twenty four. Shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. Stick your tongue on that ice pole. I double dog dare you. Stick your tongue on that white dog shit. No way, Step Brothers. <laughs> Cassandra Scarbo plays Nova Clark. Which I believe was the bartender in the movie who had the hots for Finn. And then his son. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a thing. <laughs> and she had this. <laughs> she's the one that had the scar. And every time somebody asked about her, asked about it, she was just like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, just tell them it was a shark bite. We all know it was a fucking shark bite. <laughs> Jason Simmons, and I say Jason Simmons because it's got two A's instead of one A. Jason Simmons plays Baz Hogan. Uh, he was Aussie. The Aussie man. He was Aussie, wasn't he? Is he really an Aussie? He's from Hobart, Tasmania, Australia. Alex Arleo plays Bobby. Neil H. Burko plays Carl Hubert. Heather Jocelyn Blair plays Candace. Sumiko Braun plays Deanna. Diane Chambers plays Agnes. Julie McCullough plays Joni Waves. Ha, <laughs> Waves. There's a lot of that in here. Yes. Marcus Cho plays Palmer. Who's Palmer? Palmer was... Wasn't it the woman who was part of the Air Force that got bit and just... Rawr. So we're that far down the list? Yes. I think we can move on. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> it was produced by Paul Bear. Paul Bear. I was thinking about wrestling. It was produced by football. Paul Bear. Paul Bear. Yeah, I was saying Bearer. Paul Bells is the co-producer, and David L. Garber was the executive associate producer. David Michael Latt was the producer. The wonderful music used in this was Raymond Kusha. Cinematography was Ben Damari. Special effects was Ryan Jenkins. So, Brandon, as we were watching this movie, what was the first thing that popped into your head? Shark. Shark, shark. Uh, first thing that popped in my head was Baby Sharknado. 
do do do. Because that's all your daughter was saying while we were watching the movie. It was Baby Sharknado. <laughs> yes, my little two-year-old daughter. She uh, was like, ooh, shark, baby shark. No, she was saying straight Baby yeah. Sharknado. Yeah, Baby Sharknado. She picked up on Sharknado so quick. I think she might be the target audience for this movie. <laughs> Felt like that sometimes. Yeah. My first thought in this movie was... By God, the special effects in this movie was not the greatest in the world. No, and they're not supposed to be. It's uh, it's as people have a particular taste for these type of movies, like straight to sci-fi type films with the bad CGI and all that. And there's people out there who love it. They love seeing all that hokiness, all that cheesiness, all the bad line reading, all of the the just what the fuck script um and the 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 cgi being this bad is is part of it people eat that shit up you can tell i haven't really watched many sci-fi movies i'm surprised with as much of a of a garbage man as you could be when it comes to horror and i say that lovingly and respectfully because even though i like only only in the horror movie uh only in the horror community can you say you like trash, and hear someone say, and respond to that with a thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, but even though I like trash, there's only so much. You dig through the trash long enough, you're gonna end up finding a pile of shit. Yeah, we found the pile of shit, some shark shit. Yeah, and you know, I think it works. It's a pretty good pile of shit. It's a pretty big pile. That's a lot of shit. Movie starts off, it's Russian mafia guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I the forgot. Begin, the beginning of the movie. I forgot about the beginning of the movie. I, I just remembered, like, Finn on the, surfing on the beach. Yeah, beginning of the movie, it's out in the ocean, like, it's, like, it's storming. And it's this Russian guy in this suit and tie guy who's kind of nerdy. Okay. They're trying to make a deal. Uh, first of all, pretty sure the guy was French. The, the mafia guy was French? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was French. I'd have to go back and see what the accent was, but I think I remember it being French. European. 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 There we go. What was that? European. That was like how you say hearse. Hearse. You say hersht. Hersht. I'm like, it's not a bratwurst, alright? It's a hearse. <laughs> I, have to, I have to confirm this. It's going to bug me if I don't. Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. He's Spanish. He is from Spain. Him and this business guy, they're trying to make this deal, arguing about money. Yeah, it goes south, and then, like, the guy tries to take the money that he was about to give the other dude, and they start a shootout, and then, boom, there's sharks. Okay, the opening's not that important. All it does is let you know, because it's all... It's not even B-plot or C-plot. This is, like, Z-plot shit, because it doesn't come back up. Maybe in the sequels, it does... But as far as it goes with this movie, none of that was important. All it did was introduce you to the sharks and the Sharknado. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. This movie's called Sharknado. Yeah, it's in the beginning, and the actual Sharknado doesn't even show up till the end of the movie. This is mostly a hurricane storm, sort of. No, no, no. That that first one uh, during the opening, it was a hurricane. And then the hurricane broke up 
into a tropical storm. That is what hit California, was the uh, was the hurricane breaking up into a tropical storm. As soon as that hit shore, came a tropical storm which caused tornadoes, and this was all like when they were trying to make their way to his wife's house, his ex-wife's house. That's why it stopped raining at some points. Calm before the storm. Yep. Movie starts off. It's this uh, nice surfer music. They're all surfing, having a good time. Typical California. Hang ten. Rad man. Tubular. It was fucked up. I unironically say rad all the time. <laughs> There's this woman at the beginning of this. She's like a surfer. And I thought she was going to be a main character. And she's like the first victim. Yeah. <laughs> she gets ate the fuck up by one of those sharks. Just riding the wave and all of a sudden shark just... Roar. Yeah. And that's where we're introduced to the fact that there is a shark infestation coming along. All these sharks are being pushed to the shore because of the storm. Yep. And uh, Finn's best friend, he gets bit. Yep. Sean, saving Finn. The Aussie. The Aussie man. The Aussie! <laughs> They go inside and they're having their drinks and oh he's fine again. He's he's a little hurt, but he's fine. It'll get better. And they shoot the shit and talk. And then the news comes on. We got like, the, the drunkard guy with on his on his stool. The stool that he carries around with him. Yes. That's and, his huckle old huckleberry. And he straight up like tries to sexually assault the waitress chick. Like just straight up grabs her ass. News comes on, they talk about how Tropical storm was coming into California, and it's the first one that's ever came into California in a long time. Ever. Ever. First hurricane. First hurricane ever. California. The waves get big, and they slam into the bar. And sharks just start coming out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, they just start coming through the fucking window. Lots of mayhem in this movie. There's really... My, one thing I will say about this movie is that there's not much downtime. It's just constant them running away from the storm and the sharks. Yeah, which is, 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 I don't know. This this movie feels really weird paced to me. Just constant action, the whole... No. Like, it, it's so oddly paced, because it, it does have its downtime, like him arguing with his fucking ex-wife, like we give a shit. Yeah. And the douchebag that she's, like, dating now. Uh, him getting eaten by a shark is pretty funny, though. That was uh, my favorite death in the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well... Let me think about that. We, we have some time to think about it. But with those downtimes that happen, they're so inconsistent that it kind of pulls me away from when it starts an action scene again, and I find myself kind of getting bored when the action scene's going on. And even in those action scenes, some stuff's kind of, like, kind of weird. It's like weirdly edited sometimes. It's like, just weirdly thought up. That was like my problem with this movie. And it's a problem with most of the movies that are of this caliber and quality. And I don't mean to sound snooty. I mean, we're in the fucking junkyard after all. But the, the movies like this, they, they follow dream logic. Yes. They follow absolute dream logic. You can just completely forget what was happening a minute ago. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. The context has now shifted. And the continuity changes in this movie constantly. Like, they're trying to get to the ex-wife's house to save her and his daughter before the fucking storm hits. And then they get there, and it starts flooding outside of the house. And so they, they risk getting eaten by sharks because flooding outside of the house to get into the house. But when they get in, no water comes in with them into the house. It's just fine going into the house. And then... 
then the house starts flooding while they're in the middle of the conversation and the the ex-wife's boyfriend's being a douchebag and he gets eight. The water fills the house and sharks do too. And then they escape the house and there was no water on the outside of the house. Yeah, it was kind of trippy as fuck. It was just inside the house. Like, the water was just like, hey, everybody, let's go inside. Nobody be outside anymore. You know what that scene reminded me of? What? The scene in Jumanji to where the house started flooding on the inside. Oh, the inside rain? Yes. Yeah. That makes more sense than this movie. Yes. Well, that was a good movie. It was well really well done yeah but it but the fact that it was raining in that house makes more sense to me than the physics of water in Sharknado <laughs> we're dealing with a sci-fi movie their car blows up without catching fire <laughs> and I remember you saying oh help me if this car blows up literally right after they, you say that they pointed out that there was a fuel leak and and they like he, he, he like got on his hands and knees to look under the car and saw that there was a fuel leak and he's like, oh no. And I'm like, so help me God, if this car blows up, boom, without any ignition, and then just. <laughs> and I, I just, I buried my head into my hands at that moment. I was just like, oh my God, no. <laughs> You're like, why are y'all running away? It's just a fuel leak. Like, my my personal truck had a fuel leak. If, if, if everything followed the fucky ass physics of Sharknado, you would have been dead. I would have been dead a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That was my the funniest part of that movie is when that happened and you said that literally seconds before it happened. You're like, so help me if this blows up. <laughs> and I was I looked right at you. And I saw you putting your hands in your face. And I was just. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, man. We're talking about a movie where they blow up tornadoes with C4. You want to go ahead and talk about that? I mean, we're supposed to be all over the place anyway. Let's, as well, that's how this movie was. Yeah. The movie was all, all over the place. Why aren't we? People were just talking randomly and sharks just coming out of nowhere in the sky and just fucking eat, eating them. That is entertaining to me. They're just, uh, just talking. What's going on? <laughs> that is completely... I'm okay with that. Random shark attacks in places where they shouldn't be. Random animal attacks in places where they shouldn't be. Is is fucking hilarious to me. Let me let me talk to you about the one of the very few, very very few Family Guy bits that got me is when the fucking football game they're watching, and, and then the fucking tiger just runs out through the fucking half field and eats the motherfucker. Yeah, like random animal attacks in unexpected places. I like that. Coming up with a bright idea. Oh yeah, if we just blow up the tornadoes, they'll just go away. Yeah, all, all of the all of the uh, the ideas that they're having it, it sounds like a fifth grader making a comic book. Like when they first said it in the movie, I was like, "They're kidding, right? They're really not going to actually do this." Oh no, they actually do it. The, and let me go ahead and tell you, people, you can't do that in real life. <laughs> I don't think anybody needs to be told that they can't do that in real life. Well, I mean, some people are crazy. No. Nah, you. I mean, obviously, you can't blow up a tornado with a bomb. It would take a rather large bomb, like an would, atomic bomb, and it would be more dangerous than the tornado. <laughs> yeah, you. If you fucking nuke the tornado, it's worse than. Did the president really suggest nuking hurricanes? Why don't we nuke them? We drop a bomb inside the eye of the hurricane, and it disrupts it. Why can't we do that? It seems to be an idea straight out of the spoof movie Sharknado. Ian Ziering drives a jeep loaded with a bomb 
right into the swirling shark tornado. It worked in the movie, but according to scientists, in real life, not a chance. Actually, you know what? You're right. People do need to be told that. People do need to be told that you can't blow up a tornado with a bomb. Anyways, back to the movie. Them in a helicopter flying around. And I even said before this, so help me if a freaking shark comes out of flying out of nowhere to attack this helicopter. And it happened. It definitely happened. Talk, let's talk about Finn. He's the guy who wants to be a hero. Doesn't matter if he's needing to get something done. It doesn't matter if he needs to protect his family. If he sees anybody in danger, he has to help him. Yeah, fuck his kids. His kids hate his his yeah, fuck, da- his fuck, daughter. Fuck his daughter. All his right? daughter hated him and his wife. She has no rightful reason to do so either. And the only time she even cares is near the end. Yeah. The one scene in Sharknado I did kind of like was the uh, repel scene where he was trying to rescue those kids off the, the bus. You hated that scene. I fucking hated that scene. What did you not like about the scene? It's just so like, what the fuck is happening? The, like, they were fine just saving the kids where they were. There's clearly no water there, except for when they look down. Then there's water there. But you can see in the background of the fucking shot that there's no water on the road in the background. It's not even raining. It's not raining anymore. It's because they were actually in California that, at that point. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fucking guy they saved, and like I knew he was about to be crushed by something, so did you. We both called it out. As soon as he was like... No, Mom always said Hollywood would kill me, and then the Hollywood sign crushed. As soon him. as he said that, I was like, "Oh, Hollywood sign's gonna crush him." Yeah, good. Some of that cheesy goodness. How about them intentionally putting just random clips of sharks swimming in water, even though, oh, the fucking sharks eating bait, and it's like actual footage that somebody took of like them feeding a shark out in the ocean. Uh, just randomly inserted when people are getting attacked by sharks. And it's not even, like, footage, like, plural. It's footage singular. This one shot that got reused, like... Over and over. I think twice. Uh, We see it, like, a total of three times. This same shot of this shark eating some bait that got thrown into the water. (laughs) And it's clear that it's bait. Yeah. I think it's just Just intentional. yeah. And them showing real sharks and then going cutting right into the CGI sharks. It was just, ugh. It's pretty good. In case you didn't realize, CGI bothered the hell out of me in this movie. More than it should. Yeah, I'd Admittedly so. so. Admittedly so. I would agree with you. More than it should. You gotta laugh at it. You have to also remember we were watching Jaws right before this. We went Jaws to Sharknado. I was fine with it. <laughs> they don't... Like, the, the CGI never bothered me. It's just the logic is what, like, bothered me sometimes. Just, I never went to that big of a stream before. We watched the greatest shark movie ever made to the worst. Oh, it's not the worst. Oh, there's worse ones? Oh, absolutely, there's worse ones. The three-headed shark is worse? That's probably worse. I haven't seen three-headed shark or shark to put But I know you can't tell me that there's a movie out there called Sharks of the Corn. and that, Sand Sharks? Sharks of the Corn, and that's not worse than Sharknado. Uh, what was it? Santa Jaws? Santa Jaws. <laughs> I saw some clips of that one. <laughs> so let's talk about the Air Force Base scene. Kind of a crazy scene, them meeting their son. Oh yeah, he was in the Air Force. 
Yeah, it was in the Air Force, and they were like, oh, we need to borrow these planes, we gotta get these bombs and try to nuke these, or bomb these tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got caught by the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Nuke them naders. Nuke the naders. <laughs> uh, actually, that's a good tagline for this episode. Nuke them naders. Nuke them naders. <laughs> It was kind of a reverse, kind of like how in Deep Blue Sea where she's trying to have this speech and then all of a sudden they hear the wind start to pick up and then a shark just flies into the building and just swallows her whole <laughs> right there Yeah, in the scene. And I was like, what the fuck, man? And I was looking at you over there and you were just laughing your ass off. Every time like a shark came out of nowhere and ate somebody, you were laughing your ass off. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, random animal attacks in places it has no business being. Big fan. Almost as much as decapitations. Big fan. But you know what else I'm a big fan of? What is that? Something that they find there in the airport hangar when they were looking for all the tools and stuff. Motherfucker grabs a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts sawing up some sharks. Yeah, there was some Evil Dead reference there. Eh, maybe. Deadite sharks. Deadite sharks would be fucking nuts. Be terrifying as hell. Absolutely. I'm surprised they didn't do that on Ash vs. Evil Dead. Maybe the animated show. They could definitely pull that off. Fuck yeah. Necronomajaws. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking scene where uh, the chick is about to get ate by that shark and he just comes in knocks her out of the way and just holds up the chainsaw and the shark flies through the chainsaw and gets split in half <laughs> I, I that's this i was about to say my favorite scene of that movie was that scene right there that's my favorite kill yes it doesn't have to be a shark killing a human for favorite kill on here that was the best fucking human on shark kill and one of the few times they actually used a practical shark yeah especially when he cuts his way out yeah when he goes inside the shark. <laughs> the shark that just so happened to be the same shark that ate that girl. Yes. <laughs> when she was falling out of the helicopter. What are the odds? <laughs> uh, first of all, let me just say, he jumped inside of that shark chainsaw first. Yeah, he knew. No, he jumped inside that shark chainsaw first, meaning if she was in there, she would have got fucking hit with the chainsaw too. <laughs> but apparently not because dream logic because it's Finn he's a fucking badass he's the hero he, he's our he's our Ash Williams he's the Ash Williams Finn. of the Sharknado universe Univer the Sharknadoverse because I've looked ahead on the other Sharknado movies and <laughs> I know I was already dig I was already caught in the the, the, the you're, Sharknado you're caught in the whirlwind I was caught in the whirlwind and I <laughs> Looked ahead in the cast for the other Sharknado movies and him and Tara Reid are the two main characters in all the Look, Sharknado. Tara Reid does this shit? Yes, she again? does. Yeah, she does all the Sharknado movies. Jesus. Tara maybe Reed. It, not Maybe in smaller parts, but she's in every single one of them, too. What happened? <laughs> American Pie could only go so long, man. Yeah, but I mean, she had a promising future. I was wondering what happened to her after American Pie because we hardly saw her. She was doing too busy doing Sharknado. I guess so. I mean, it's a franchise, man. The one that's finally over. At least Sharknado knows when to quit. But I'm not going to get it. <laughs> I'm not about to start my Walking Dead rant again. 
Go ahead. No, I'm not. I'm I'm actually refusing to right now. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> I have got that off my chest last episode, so. But yeah, that was definitely the most badass scene of the movie, him cutting that shark in half. So that was your favorite scene out of the whole movie? Yes. Him cutting through. Just, I love chainsaw action. Who doesn't? And that, and you're a man who hasn't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know. Such a say You will, though. Oh, I know. And I'm, I can't wait to watch the original. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I saw the remake with Jessica Biel. Yeah. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. Yes. No one can deny. Yes. That that woman is something special. Who is your favorite character in this movie, Brandon? God, uh, the Sharks. The Sharks? The Sharks were my favorite character in this movie. Absolutely. You know how in Jaws we talked about Steven Spielberg uh, when he read the book? He was rooting for the shark because the human characters were so unlikable? It's like that, that for you here. That's relevant here. <laughs> my favorite character was George with his uh, trusty... Barstool. Barstool. <laughs> if I had to pick a human character, probably him. Gone too soon. Gone too soon, but... He did not make it far in the movie. No. The older ones are always the first to go. Only the good die young. And he wasn't good. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't young. (laughs) And I knew whenever he was always trying to go get his stool that it was going to be his undoing. Who's your least favorite character? Or it might be the same as mine. My least favorite character was a guy saying the corny line, Hollywood's going to kill me. He hardly counts as a character, but... uh, Mine was Finn's daughter. Yeah. Fucking hated her. (laughs) Yeah, she was just hateful. Hateful. Unappreciative. Your father saved your life multiple times today, and you're still gonna fucking... It's not good enough. You were never there for me, Dad. I'm there for you now. And I'm gonna say between you and fucking Sharknado doesn't matter dad it's just you can't make up all the years that you were gone i think it can i think it fucking can if if i hated somebody and then they came between me and a shark and chainsawed it to death and i was definitely gonna die if they didn't do that i'd probably forgive them pretty quick sharknado man sharknado i'd go with that without you also the daughter she was insufferable really insufferable (laughs) Yeah. Didn't really like Tara Reed's character that much. She's too bitchy? Yes. Way too bitchy. I mean, she's she plays the ex-wife. She plays the ex-wife well in this movie. Yeah, she definitely does play the ex-wife really well. But it just came across to where it seemed like she was dumb to the situation. Because, I mean, it was on the news. There's literally roads flooding. And she's like, Come on inside, it's flooding. She's like, I don't want you coming into my house. Well, she's also blonde in a B-horror movie. True. I, I'm thinking way too much into this. Yeah. I should just embrace it. Blonde hair, blue eyes, B-horror film. She's going to be dumb. Dumb blonde bimbo. Yep. And, and we're she- not we're not saying this is our beliefs. This is just how it plays out in B-movies, B-horror movies. D movies, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, sci fi channel movies. <laughs> About as bad as a Hallmark movie. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hallmark is the fucking 
touchy-feely version of sci-fi films. Yeah, if you're a man in that movie, you're a rapist or a killer. Who That's wants to Lifetime. Kill? Hallmark is the, like the wholesome family movies. Like, yeah. They moved out to a ranch to get away and fell in love with the horses. See how these horses saved their marriage and their relationship with their kids in Horsing Around. <laughs> Lifetime is... She had it all. She thought everything was going to be alright. She then, found the love of her life. And then, tragedy struck. He left the toilet seat up. <laughs> Five reasons to hate your husband on Lifetime. Literally, I forgot what show it was, but it was, it was a skit to make it fun of Lifetime movies. as men are horrible and will kill you. Lifetime. Five reasons to leave your husband for someone five years younger on Lifetime. Or my favorite is fucking show Hundred Ways to Kill Your Husband. That's a that's a great one, actually. Or Killer Wives. Look, Joe Bob has this thing where and I know we're going on a tangent here, but Joe Bob has this thing where it's like Lifetime Movie Network is like the place to find a lot of B horror movies that you wouldn't think about. Uh, and it's all like killer men trying to st- stifle an independent strong woman, but they're all B horror movies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Sharknado. Sharknado. It was funny that it kind of irritated me, but when the news announcer was saying, "Oh, we got this F four, could be an F five tornado coming through," and me being the weather nerd that I am, I was saying. There's no way it could be that way. It's freaking... You can't find out what the size of the tornado is until after you see the damage. Look, he's an Alabama boy, and he's also an amateur meteorologist that stays on the Weather Channel all the time. Weather interests me. Uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a meteorologist. Weather interests me. I like weather stuff. I love space shit. Like, I always... That was another thing I always wanted. I wanted to be an astronaut. Go work for NASA. <laughs> I'm a lazy fuck. I wanted to go up in space. Be fun as hell. Sharks in space. Don't give sci-fi any ideas. I'm sure I'm they've already sure made. it's already done. <laughs> yeah, space sharks. Alright, we're gonna start getting out awards now for the uh, the chum bucket. Oh, we're starting chum bucket first? The chunk it bucket? Yeah, chunk it bucket. We'll go ahead and get that out the way. What do you think was the worst kill in this movie? I mean, there was like so many just like whatever kills to the sh- to the sharks. You know, like a shark bust in and, and like get stabbed with a pull cue at the beginning, you know. Are we going specifically human though? Humans I was, that die? I was thinking humans. Okay. I'll give it to the lady that died on the beach because like she was going to be like a main character it looked like and then she just got ate by a shark. Same here. It's the most lame shark human kill because it's a normal just like shark on the beach. Actually, no, no, no. I got you. I got you, boy. I got you. The chunk of bucket goes to that motherfucker that somehow died by getting ate by a shark when he was in ankle high water on the, oh, on the yes. beach. <laughs> he was running away from the shark attack on the beach and got ate and he was in ankle high water. What the fuck? That was... I agree with you on that. We're going to give put that in the chunk of bucket. Chunk of bucket. What do you think was the best kill? I think we're going to agree on this, too. Well, if we're going specifically human, because we can't say the chainsaw one because that was a shark that died. Best human kill. 
My favorite kill in the movie, human-wise, was the best friend who died. Aussie? The Aussie. By blowing himself up, saving his friend. Fuck it. This will make an exception. It's because it's Shark Week. My favorite kill is going to be when he splits the shark in half with the chainsaw. Oh, for breaking the rules, that's the same for me. We can agree on that. It's the goriest one. It's the nicest one. Yeah. The one where they actually use practical effects. Yeah. That wasn't the shark that got cut in half, though. The practical effect one. Yeah, that was when he cut it. He cut out of the shark. I was talking about the, when the shark was flying through the air. Yes. And he just... Yeah. That was too. total CGI shark. But I still loved it. Yeah, it's a chainsaw cutting a shark in half. Completely in half, through the middle. Yeah, even though, you know, the chainsaw blade isn't long enough for that. It's just, fuck it. Still gets the job done. Yeah. But that would be our... Top best trash. Top trash. Yep. That, I think we've about salvaged this movie. Give it two chum buckets out of five. Okay. I'll give it a three out of five. Three chum buckets out of five. Just the average. Like, it wasn't so bad where I couldn't watch it. It wasn't so good where I just, like, am pining to watch it again. To watch the whole Sharknado universe. All the Sharknado movies. It doesn't actually have me hungry for more, so... Uh, I'll give it about a three out of five. This movie, I think we can agree on this. I think this movie was overhyped when it came out because people were going nuts over this movie when it came out. Yes, I heard about it. They're like, dude, you need to watch Sharknado. It's just the wildest thing ever. Yes, it's so wild. It's so bad. It's good and all that. And uh, I, I'm, I don't think it was so bad. It's good. I think it was so bad. It scraped by. It's pretty average. Uh, I, there's a lot of intensity. Uh, yeah, there's shark getting cut in half, but we can see wackier shit in other movies, trust me. But I will give the movie credit if it was good enough to make that many sequels that had to had plenty of success. Oh, yeah. It was ratings very, wise. It was a very successful film. I just personally, I know there's wackier shit out there than this. Oh, definitely. For when it comes to bad movies and especially intentionally bad movies like our first junkyard jamboree thanks killing love it that's fucking great can't wait to cover thanks killing three maybe I'll, one day I, i'm sure we will revisit sharknado and the junkyard jamboree and as the series not anytime soon though yeah we're pretty booked yeah we're booked for years the, the junkyard is pretty full <laughs> but uh can't wait to do uh thanks killing three yeah, that's our Thanksgiving special this year, so... Look out for that. Any final thoughts on Sharknado? It's a shark movie with tornadoes, and um, for that, I give it props. It's a lot of dumb creativity, but creativity nonetheless. I mean, it succeeded in what it set out to do. It became the talk of, you know, everybody who cares about movies for a long time. It, you know, I mean, sure, there's plenty of people who's like, fucking Sharknado, oh my god. But there's also a lot of people who's like, fucking Sharknado, oh my god! Like how you're saying, fucking Jaws, they're like, fucking Sharknado! Yeah, I mean, it's got its fans. It's got its diehard fans. Oh, it's a cult following. Yeah. I mean, and I agree with, you have anything else you need to say? They're going to kill us. <laughs> But we're not saying, like like I said, we're not saying like the movie was just like unwatchable. 
I'm no. just saying, it's pretty, as far as B, C horror movies go, it's pretty middle of the road. It's it's not too bad. It's not too good. And I agree with you on that. And like I said, I'll give it its props also. Came up with a kind of an original idea. Ain't nobody ever done Sharknado, so. That we know of. That we know of. <laughs> but uh, creativity, and they, they tried their hardest with what they could do. Uh, like you said, ended up being a real successful franchise, spawning off many sequels to the show so obviously a bunch of people have watched this it's got a huge following so props for them for that but with that we're going to be closing can't wait uh, for 30 years in the future where we get to see the legacy sequel Shark Cane <laughs> it's going to be great it's going to be big but with that we're going to close thing off the junkyard's going to close it's already a bit flooded <laughs> a little bit flooded I'm your host Justin this has been Brandon we're yeah. signing and we're signing off. Y'all take care now, you hear? Y'all have a good one. <laughs>